Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts of Peaches. This is Peaches. How you doing? So this week's episode was actually very fun and something I wanted to do for quite some time. I did a recording with my dear sister, Shanice. I call her Medusa sometimes, but that comes back from childhood. Um, Nothing super formal, just one of our conversations. We talk almost every day just because we don't see each other that often, even though she just lives one state away. We have our own lives and work and things like that. So we just talked about some current events, um, family stuff, what it's like for us in life in general. It's just our normal type of conversation so you can see how she and I interact with each other. And then we had a special guest towards the end of the episode. You have to listen till the very end to see who that is and hopefully that person will be featured on an episode coming soon but with that being said sit back relax and enjoy today's episode called apollo and artemis primarily because though we are not twins we do resemble personality wise the divine siblings of greek mythology apollo and artemis who are the sun and the moon and um as you listen to the episode, you'll see other parallels about why that comparison is very accurate. But enjoy. Hello. Hello. How are you, darling? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Everybody knows who I am. My show. Can you introduce yourself to the listeners? Um, hey, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Would I will say my name? I am somebody. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, this is my sister, Shanice. You've heard me talk about her briefly on previous episodes, not anything in detail or anything. So, for this week, I just wanted to have a nice little conversation with my sister. Just like most of my episodes, just a conversation about random stuff. There's not a specific topic because we talk about a lot of stuff in general because we talk almost every day. So, what's it like being my sister? What's it like? It's gay. <laughs> I, I was going to get to that part. <laughs> um, what's it like being your sister? I don't know. It's educational. Okay, that's a good answer. To, to clarify the previous statement, I am very much a gay man, and my sister is very much a lesbian woman. Um, I'm not a lesbian. Or something. I, like, I love women. <laughs> as much as I like men. <laughs> Apparently, it, it's something. It, it, it's something that runs in our family. We'll say. <laughs> so this is a this is a live recording. It's recording. Then I get to edit it when after I record it. Oh, okay. So if there's anything that I feel like I don't want to have on, I'll just cut it out or something and chop up the recording. Anyway, oh. mm-hmm. um, so how have things been for you with um this Corona being in town for the past six months? I mean, I don't know who's worse. That bitch or Mother Nature. I don't know. Um, Mother, but, Mother Nature's been on on it this week. Yeah, she's killing me right now because it's hot as... It's, mm, if only I had balls, I would know what's hot as balls. You're dealing with that. I'm dealing with having an outdoor job and it raining every other day. Oh, uh, yeah. No. See, I work inside, so I'm fortunate for that part. So you've been working through the um, whole pandemic, right? Um, yeah, I was pretty much, I was only off for two weeks because somebody was, uh, we were exposed to somebody who had it, but yeah, I've been at work. 
Oh, Miss Rona, Miss Rona, Miss Rona. Yeah, I work um, for. I'm an essential worker because I work for you know a doctor's office. Keeping people healthy and stuff if they follow instructions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a hard task mm-hmm. because since Corona, some people just think that they don't have to wear masks. You know, they don't respect social distancing. So it's another day I, for them. I deal with it every day at work. Literally, I have signs all the way up the staircase to the rooftop of the bar, and people act like they can't read. I got a stop sign on my office door. It clearly says stop, and then it tells you the rule to proceed. No, no, no. They walk in, and I'm like, well, the door told you to stop. They're like, oh, I didn't even read that. Must have thought it was a decoration, okay? Well, see, I have the signs in the restaurant, and it's in every social media post. Post people still come and act like they don't know what's going on. Let's not forget it's the law. How about that? Um, They don't act like they don't know the law. They act like this is brand new information to them. Like they don't, they don't, I don't understand how you can sit there on TikTok and play all these Instagram games and everything else, but you can't read a report about how you need to act when you're out in public right now. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily that you have to read because obviously we have those people in life that just can't read. I mean, you can also look at what's going on. You don't have to read shit. Oh, well, you don't have to deal with the subway having meant you required to wear a mask and things and then making constant announcements and people still get on the train I'm thinking about my Jersey life. Thinking about your New York life, that's completely different. Because what if somebody comes on the train with no mask on? Then what? There's no no train. It's different because on New Jersey Transit, you have conductors walking through the cars. On the MTA, you don't have that. There's no consequences or anything for people just walking around with no mask on. I've I've seen people walk straight past MTA workers and police people without any masks and nobody saying anything. So how could you make something a law if you don't reinforce it? Is what I want to know. I don't know. You know, you know, if it was me, I'd run out of ticket books. Period. Because I would do the same thing. I'd be trying to get them tickets walking to the doctor's office. I'm like, no, no, no. I I even tell the host at the at the bar, don't even let them start a conversation about being seated until they put their mask on. Tell them the mask has to stay on until they are seated. You would think because you guys are in New York, it would be even more strict, and especially because we're not even on the list of states, New York or New well, Jersey, for that matter. Remember, I'm getting it from both sides because I work in Jersey. Well, yeah, I said New York, New Jersey. Yeah. <clears throat> and they sit there and get upset with me because I'm like, um, can you put your mask on? Oh, but you're no, you need your mask on until you're seated, and every time you get to leave the table, even if I'm going to pee, yes, even if you're going to pee. I, I just don't ha- understand. Well, you know what? People understand. You know, they're just ignorant. Oh, they no, want to do what they want to do. But if you were the type of person to walk into a facility with no mask on, and then somebody there it was had COVID, and then you were exposed to it, to it, who would you be mad at? Not yourself. You're going to be mad at that facility, aren't you? Don't You can't be mad at me. I got the signs everywhere. I sit there with that Mortal Kombat Street Fighter-looking mask on all day long. Oh, no, we get it. You can't be mad at us. But who do you think they're pointing a blame on? You know what I'm saying? They're not looking like, like, oh, stupid me. I should have had on a mask. Exactly. They're looking for somebody else to blame for their own actions. Well, this table yesterday, mm-hmm. was it yesterday? No, Tuesday. They wanted to request a song, and I purposely told them, I was like, I'm not putting on this song because y'all don't know how to act. And da, 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 da. So they kept begging me and begging me. So I put on the song. I cut it off halfway through because they didn't want to stay at their table. It's like, you get up and you do your cute little dance. You got to stay at your table. So it was like, pass the line for the table. I turned the song off and started playing Wade in the Water. Well, not Wade in the Water, honey. <laughs> well, not you, not Wade in the Water. Well, no, it was. They wanted me to play. Close enough to it. 
They wanted me to play WAP. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the song, they would not stay at their table, so I cut it off and played Wade in the Water. But not, I should have played the old school gospel version, but the Wi Fi on the rooftop doesn't work. So I played that. Um, uh, I played that version I posted on Instagram a month or so ago. Oh, okay. and you know how big, you know how much of a heathen these people are? Most of them didn't know what the song was. I think that people just, and it's, it's something that we all don't take things for granted. People take life for granted. People take it what's going on now for granted because not for nothing. I am more appreciative. I don't go many places. But I was more appreciative when they finally opened the stores. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't come to a, a place of business. And you're not the only person. I'm not the only person. I know the people that work in places and they have to argue with people masks. I wouldn't come to a place of business and take my mask off out of respect for me, out of respect for others around me. Because honestly, COVID got me looking at everybody like they got COVID. Well, so you know what? And you know, and you know, I'm a jerk fool. So I'm completely fine. Okay. I'm completely fine being masked up, gloved down, and suited up. I'm, I'm, well, you already know I'm antisocial. I don't really leave my house to begin with. But the funny thing for me is it took a global pandemic to get people to realize they need to wash their hands when they leave the bathroom. Because we Girl, talk don't about- even. Let's, let's not even talking about just the simple fact of washing your hands. Because do you know how many people in this world, I don't care if you think you're washing hands, don't know how to properly wash their hands. So it's not impressing me that you run in some water and put some soap on it. What impresses me is the amount of time and the steps that you take to wash your hands. Because there is a proper way to wash your hands thoroughly. Well, we've talked about this before, about the number of times we've been at a restaurant, whether as customers or working there where you've literally seen people come out of the stall and walk right out the door. Yep. And it's yep, even definitely, worse. definitely. It's and even if worse. I even say employees must wash hands, right? It's even worse when I no shade to the female population, but it's even worse when I see women do it because you have to wipe things no matter what you do. So you yeah, think well, how you know all of them in there wiping? Maybe they're not in there wiping, ooh, okay? Oh, that's a whole nother conversation. Maybe they're not wiping, maybe they're shaking too. I don't know. So here's another here's another epidemic going on that I want to talk to you about. How have you had any direct effects or engagement with um, Black Lives Matter? No. You haven't been to any of the protests or anything? No, but I am interested. Isn't there one coming up? There's a couple of them coming up because there's um, that recent shooting that happened. There's a couple of um, Black Trans Lives Matter protests coming up. You know, I, I'm, I'm skeptical. Not skeptical. That's probably not the better choice of words. I'm not about going to any of them because of the outcome. But I do. There was one that I did hear about that I, I forget where they said it was. Not too far. Um, in another state, but a couple hours away, I can't remember if it was Philadelphia or Maryland, one of them, they were having some, something's coming up and I was interested in going to that. There, I think there is one coming up in Philly because actually there's one coming up in Philly because another trans woman was killed in Philly. Then they found that trans woman in Newark just recently last week. I missed that one. I missed that one. I didn't believe the crazy part is I don't, I'm not, I'm not into everything. I don't, I only hear by stuff. So a trans got killed in Newark. I be- I got to double check. I believe so. They found her body wrapped up in like a carpet or something. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was. It, I think it was either Nork or Philly or possibly both. Uh-huh. But my issue comes about where you know how I am. You know how bad my temper is. I can't go to protest because if I see somebody fucking around and doing something stupid, I'm going to be the one to bust them in the head and say, "No, we are not looting stuff. Get back in line." 
Right, and that's the problem with the protest. People they lose their train of thought. They lose the bigger or picture. People that purposely go there to cover right. their bullshit. Right, right, right. Because then, even when discussing it online, everybody talks about oh, the rioters and the protests. Okay, you have to think. You have to think about those are three different words: protest, riot, and looting. A protest mm-hmm. is a organized civil disobedience to question something going on in society. A riot is a mm-hmm. violent uprising because people are tired of bullshit in society. Looting is right. looting is thievery in Berkeley, period. And guess what? Those people that are looting, they do that on a regular. Yeah. Okay? That's, that's they, not something normal for them. They, they didn't just have an epiphany to do it right now because it, everything else is going on. They're just using riots and protests to cover their ass. Oh, we're stealing because we ain't got nothing. No, you're stealing because you're a thief. Period. And then the other problem that comes about is then you get to the deeper level of this where there are black folks questioning people using the black trans lives matter saying we're dividing our people, but our people are killing our own people at a disproportionate rate as well. So we don't need to address that either. Oh, that definitely needs to be addressed. But interesting. That's an interesting topic because do we even really address that? No, we because we, we sit out here. Black Lives Matter about you know white people killing us, but what about us killing us? But that's what that's what and people bring up. Oh, but it's about civil rights. But let me explain something. And actually, there's a docu series coming out on, I want to say HBO Max called Equal, where they actually feature him, and you finally hear this person's name, Bayard Rustin, who was a key figure in setting up some of the marches during the heightened part of the civil rights movement, who was pulled back from his position because he was an openly gay man. Black people have always had some issue with the queer identity where it meets the black identity. They're saying that we're black first before... I'm like, okay, we can be both at the same time. How about we are a people, we are an individual first. Exactly. We, We are people first. So if we're talking about the rights of people... It doesn't matter right. who they go to bed with, who they love. Right. If I am a black right. gay man, I am still part my black life matters. If someone is a black trans individual, their black life matters. So right. we need to address what is affecting those lives. And sadly, a lot of the times those lives are being taken by our own people. And it's one of those conversations that gets put in the back room of the house. And that lock door mm-hmm. that your grandmama tell you don't go in there. Mm-hmm. But yep. when you bring it up, it seems like, oh, you're dividing us. That's a whole, it's not a separate issue. Because at the same time, you're telling us you don't want us to bring this up. You want us to be on the front lines with everybody else. I think it's all the same issue for the, the fact of, let's take the B out of it. And let's say, well, we're going to still say black because black lives matter. Like you said, no matter your sexual orientation or whatever the case may be. But another thing that we need to stand, you know, firm behind is if Black Lives Matter so much to us, we also have to take a step back and stop killing us. How can we expect them not to kill us when we're killing us? You know what I'm saying? Well, see, here's the thing with that argument, because that's when I, I had to dig deeper into that because of people trying to use that as a counter argument about why black lives matter isn't effective. Here's something that people don't understand. No, no, it is, it is effective. But here, but here's something people, when people try to use that argument, I have to educate them on something you learn in civics. Mm -hmm. 
It's called cultural proximity. They try to say all the stuff about black on black crime, but that's cultural proximity. That mm-hmm. that is predominantly of one specific or culture. You will mm-hmm. notice the crime in that specific community is committed by people of that specific race or culture. So if you have a predominant- is that is that like if we look that up is that factual information? Yes, if you look up any predominantly white community, you will look at the crime statistics. Mm-hmm. Most of the crimes, be them violent or otherwise, are committed by white people. Okay, well if that's the, if that's statistically correct, then yeah, you can stand firm behind. Uh, Black Lives Matter without the black, you know, black, you know, us killing each other. People try to use, but it's not saying that, the, that it's not an issue, but people try to use no. it to negate Black Lives Matter as though that's a counter argument and it's not. If you know, it's not, not just, but that's, that's just like, that's, you just told me that was statistic, that that is something I can go and that's a fact for fact. That means we can stand behind that fact and we can take that black on black crime out of there because, again, statistically, we have the proven facts that say X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They're just pointing out black on black crime because Black Lives Matter is focusing on the black community. But if you look at right. white neighborhoods, you look at Asian neighborhoods, you look at Latino neighborhoods. Look at the crime statistics. Most of the perpetrators of the crime in those neighborhoods are going to be of the cultural dynamic of the neighborhood. Why? Because those are the people that are there all the time. Right. Yeah, they say that, but they say we go into their communities and do stuff. Bullshit. Black people don't... You know what? Have you watched that new show, Lovecraft Country? Unfortunately, mm, I don't watch TV like that. Uh, Well, they were talking about sundown towns and stuff like that. Black people have been conditioned to stay out of white neighborhoods for fear of their safety. Mm. Well, I'm a different kind of black person because, you know, all my life, ever since I've started working, I've always and I've chose to work amongst the Caucasian people. Because I, I am at one with you. There is nothing that you can do better than me. You are not better than me despite your skin color and any of that. I can talk just as well as you. I can be just as educated as you. And so I've always worked but in that type of environment. We were, we, were, we were raised that way. We were raised not to... I don't want to use this terminology specifically. We were raised not to see color as a limit for us. We were told... That and I will not fall victim to be a product of my environment. Not to say that I, we were exposed to it because we didn't grow up in bad areas, but we were exposed to that. So We were exposed to it plenty. We had plenty of family members and even when we lived in Newark on Dayton Street, we lived near the Dayton Street Project, saw hypodermic needles and park and everything like that, but we were also taught right. that that does not need to be our life. Right, right. That our skin And color- I think a lot of a lot of them fall victim to that, I, I, to be quite honest. Yes, we were taught to not let our skin color be a limitation on our capacity to do anything. Because a lot of people fall into that trap because they are of a certain skin color, that they are limited or they can't do anything, or they let these glass ceilings that exist mm-hmm. be their limit. List how many, how many glass ceilings have I broken through? Girl. I am a gay black man who manages bars and nightclubs between New York and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I make keys to multi-million dollar venues up and down the East Coast. 
So you can't tell me that my skin color is any sort of limitation or a handicap for me. That's how you know that there's something wrong with the system when that is when people are taught and bred and conditioned to have that mentality because it's ever present. I know it exists. I'm just I fight my hardest to break through it. I'm not going to sit there and let you tell me what I can and can't do. I had a well, you know, when I was working, I was working at a, I always call it the prestigious liquor store. When I used to work at the wine library, I experienced um, a lot of racism. And it, I, I like people, some people are oblivious to that still exists. I can't blame them because if you don't see it, you don't experience, you know, whatever. You only hear about it, but it, it's just, I don't know. That didn't stop me from working around them. I'm still going, I'm still going to work here. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, especially living where we live, we don't get the same overt racism that you would probably get down south or like Texas and the Midwest and stuff like that. We get that veiled white napkin racism where it's like offhand off-color comments or like oh my god you're so articulate i'm not supposed to be no this and let me tell you let's 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 let me tell you this scenario now this is when i had just started back working so i was working at i was a cashier at this time and again i worked in this prestigious liquor store so we had a a, a, a deli section well we only sold like cheeses and stuff like that so he comes over with his bag of uh potato chips and some cheeses and a bottle of wine. Now, I'm going to bag the things up. What do I do? I put everything. We only have paper bags. I put everything in a nice, decent-sized paper bag. You just walk it out to your car. And something inside of me said, ask this man if he'd like a separate bag. So I said, oh, excuse me. I said, sir, I put everything in this bag. I said, but do you want me to separate? Yeah. Why wouldn't you separate your cheese from your wine? Would you want to crush your potato chips? Good thing Trump is president. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he's glad Trump is president. Now, I, I, what? Can I curse Because, like, what the fuck did Trump being president have to do with that situation? And then I had, like, three other customers in line after that, and they were all, like, they looked at him like crazy. My manager even went to outside behind him and was like, he can't even come back here. Because I, I just I had to take a step away from the register, and I had a breakdown because, like, what the, what the fuck? I just couldn't. I, I, it just didn't register to me. I don't know. That that whole that this whole situation that occurred in 2016 has brought out I don't want to I'm not gonna say the worst in people. It has brought out the truth in people. It has you you now see people's true colors and who they really are and how they really feel about things. You mean because they allowed somebody to rule the country who was so ignorant if that is the choice of words for him? What no, so I mean that the fact that the person in the highest seat of power in the land is an ignorant jackass has given them carte blanche and privilege to let their ignorance show freely because now it's no longer looked at as inappropriate. Because right, because you because you lead by example, right? Exactly. So that okay. Because the person who is the greatest example in the country is an ignorant jackass, so no one has to hide their ignorance anymore. Well, I wonder if, like, we did that. Like, if, what if a Caucasian per person walked into a predominantly black establishment and we just treated them with all sorts of type of, you know, talk, racism and... Said something about them not seasoning their chicken or drinking right. mayonnaise and whatever in the hell. Right. Well, right. I, racism, I don't deal with, in my experience in life, I've been lucky. I've not dealt with a lot of direct racism. I'm sure there's some underlying shit that's probably caused issues for things in the past. I have mostly dealt with the homophobia issue, 
Because how many times have I talked about incidents where I've been followed or yelled faggot or something walking around minding my business? Right. Right. And again, the power of minding your business. I'm not bothering you. Why does the color of my nails, how tight my pants are, what color of my hair need you to stop your day? Right. To address me. People just have nothing better to do. Because I'm like, why are you so interested in who I go to bed with? Are you trying to ask me on a date? This isn't kindergarten. You don't need to throw a rock on my head at my head if you like me. Just talk to me. But wait, you can't because you're in the closet on the deal and you're afraid your friends are going to clown you or beat your ass. They think you like same sex. Got it. Or And any man that does that, you're not a man. You're a boy. You're a boy. You're you're a child. Because only a boy is uncertain of who he is. So you are a boy. You are a child. You are a child. You are a child. But you had and then you mad. You're mad that you're still a child. That's why you take your anger and rage out on them because you're mad that you're still a child. But okay. but you have it worse than I do because you pa- you are extremely passable as a traditional heterosexual woman most of the time. Yep. Yep. So you get the dudes throwing themselves at you and most of the time you just politely reject them. I don't think you literally throw out the I like girls immediately unless they piss you off. No, I I know I definitely don't because I don't feel like I have to give you that much. No means no. And keep it, you know, the have a nice day. No. The reason is irrelevant. The answer is no. And then sometimes I've been I've given I've given it all different types of scenarios. I've given them I'm the lesbian. Okay, what does that amount to? Oh yeah, I like girls too. I like women too. Can, can we be friends? Like no. <laughs> I'm not interested. Then I've given them. I've given them. Um, I've given out my phone number just to avoid conversation because let me tell you the the best thing on my phone is the blacklist. I can give you my phone number. And block you as soon as you call me, and I never even have to know you existed or see you again. So that's fine for me. If I really don't feel like addressing you, well, that's why. I, that's why I have that Google Voice number because I can give mm-hmm. that out. And if you leave me a voicemail, it dictates it into text and the email, so I can save it. So if you try to come Ooh. at me crazy, I can call the police and report you for harassment. I do have other numbers I can give out. I just have to remember them first. I can't be giving out to my number. Like, hold on, let me tell you. Let me see what because I forget the other numbers. But yeah. So I've given all different types of scenarios. I even give some dudes the benefit of doubt. Like, okay, yeah, we can be friends. And that lasts for like a hot second because I really don't want to be your friend. And then you're really not trying to be my friend. So you try to be friends. Yeah. Then next conversation is, oh, so when you let me take you out, what's good? You know, pump the brakes. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So our fa- we have a weird family dynamic. We have a weird family way. We have a weird family dynamic. Because mm. we're closer to family we've chosen to have than we are with a lot of our biological family. Yeah, not necessarily like in a uh not in a negative way, but just cir- right, right. how circumstances have presented themselves. And then, to be honestly, none of our family is, like, really around us. Well, and sometimes that's because I feel like for you, it's probably barely by choice because you don't like people. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get this shirt that says I hate people, but that's beside the point. Um, and I'm saying, there's nobody really around my age, and then the ones that are, like, you and Juan's age, and there's boys and 
Like, what do we have in common? And then they don't live around here either. So what family about do we have around here? Besides older cousins and stuff that I'm not going to, like, sit around and talk to anyway, so. Well, my thing is, I, I feel the same way about the people, but I've also, I've been the one that's thrown myself into work since I was, what, 16? Mm-hmm. So there have been family, since I was 16, most of the family functions I have missed is because I had a job. Yeah, I mean, I was working too. I was working at fourteen. Yeah. So. so we were both in the, for the most part. We were both in the same boat. You took off of work more often for stuff than I did. I would literally say I'm working, and not go. Mhm. And we don't talk to our brother. He's over in Texas with them people. Mm-hmm. Bless his heart. He's different. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's so funny. I'm like you. You already know, okay? We we have love a, you. We have a different connection together than we do with our older brother. He's he's we we have a different bond than we have with him. We still love him as our sibling, but he's special. I think all families are like that, though. Yeah, this is every family has a different dynamic and connection and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but back to creating other families, but because we're around other people, I'm. I'm you know, but you know, I don't keep that many people close anyway. So you know, my uh, less than handful of friends, I'm 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 fine with that little circle. It, Not it, even a circle. It, you find yourself less disappointed with people when you have a smaller circle, right? But also, when you have a smaller circle, you you are less tolerant of fuck ups, right? Because you're right. not used to people disappointing you or are doing dumb shit. So when someone does, it's that much more irritating. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you already know better, right? It's it's not like this is new to you. It's not like this is new information. You already know I don't like people. So why are you acting brand new? Yeah, people have their moments. I guess you you, you have you you have more of a track record th- with that than I do. And some of these people are people I see on a regular basis, and I have to play stupid. <laughs> They're like, oh, hey, I'm like, hey. who are you again? I don't see anybody. <laughs> um, so what was I gonna say? So you said you aren't watching, you don't watch that much TV now, huh? No, I just watched yesterday. I forget that movie with. Oh, all right, you you watch Star, right? Yes, Alex. She's in a Netflix movie. Damn. Um, I can't even Google that. Well, I've been What's watching, that? I've been keeping up with P Valley. Have you watched that yet? No, I haven't watched P. No, I haven't. I've heard of it though. I've heard that was good. There was something else on Hulu or something. I think I gave mommy the password again. I forgot what it was. I don't remember. Um, so. Funny thing, this podcast was actually my way of communicating with people when I, while everybody was on lockdown, because you know I don't leave my house. Right. If I'm not going to work or somebody has not invited me someplace that I find interesting, I don't leave my house. And then all the stuff I would normally do by myself was shut down. Like I go to the movies by myself all the time, but the movie theater is closed. Yeah. I'm good for taking a walk. I find it kind of funny that the movie did is closed. You couldn't open that and find a way to social distance that. But you have bowling alleys that are open, places where you stick your fingers inside of holes. Well, that's if you know if you know about bowling alleys, you remember they sanitize those balls go through a sanitation system. 
constantly. Not immediately after you use it, though. That is true. They could, but it, there's more controllable measures for a bowling alley Why because you have individuals dedicated to cleaning and stuff. There are bowling alleys all the time. The problem with movie theaters, and this is the discussion I had with people because they went on. You know how everybody was telling their whole rants about the gyms and stuff. Mm-hmm. The problem comes about where any public space that's going to be open indoors has to have their HVAC system inspected. Oh yeah, definitely, and that's major money. It's not just the money; it's having the having enough inspectors. The money thing is going to be what it is, regardless. There's not enough inspectors to do bars, restaurants, hotels, schools, daycare centers, gyms, and everything else. That's why in New York, every place except for New York City is opening their gyms because they have smaller localities and they have enough inspectors. There are not enough inspectors to do gyms, daycare centers, and schools all at the same time. Nope. Then they will have to alternate, just like they want them to alternate school days, okay? They, look, they me tell you, they can find a ways around every, everything and anything. It's just about either them doing it or when they're going to do it. But that's the problem. People don't re- People are so I want, I want, I want that they're not taking consideration the rest of the population of what needs to happen. All these people... Mm-hmm. With the gym are primarily people that don't have kids. You have to realize right. these people need some sort of structure for their kids to do because they can't afford to stay home. So if anything happens, the schools need to be dealt with immediately. So there's some sort of structure so people can get back to work and start to move things in order. You but, can- that's, but, but guess what? Schools need to yeah, be dealt with immediately. They should be the first priority because y'all want these kids to go back to school and let's stop the spread of this virus. Y'all send them back to school. They, they, they open schools in other states and shut them back down. Exactly. Because of exposure. But that's, why it has it. To be, that's why it has to be done precisely. And the other thing you're taking consideration is I don't have kids. I personally don't like kids. You used to work with kids, so you know this better than anybody. Getting children to follow instructions and understand why they have to do things is harder than pulling teeth. And not even just the ones that you have to explain it to. There's daycares. Babies have to crawl around. How do you, how do you social, there's no social distancing. Like, how, I'm confuzzled. I don't know. What you gonna do, put them in a bubble? I, I just don't know. I'm I don't just, know. I don't I'm know. Sure like, if, um, Jesse was having to get up at eight o'clock to make sure both of them boys got all their schoolwork and stuff done because Jesse's very technologically proficient. So he was able to set up the TV with a computer for one of the kids and a laptop for the other one. But it's also the fact that Jesse was was injured, so he was stuck at home on disability anyway. But some parents need to get up and be able to go to physical work. So there needs to be, I, I, I believe they were offering the option for partial in-person and partial at-home learning, but they need to figure something out. And then for me, I need mm-hmm. to figure out what we need to do so I can get my indoor seating and other hospitality places to get the indoor seating because the hospitality industry is suffering. Not only people are not going out, people are not tipping, which is pissing me you off. Because mm-hmm. how are you going to come out knowing what's going on? And you want to, one, you don't want to act right, but then you want knowing the staff has to do all this extra stuff 
for service, then you don't want to tip people. Right. Right. Because we got to sanitize. We got to sanitize and clean everything every time somebody gets up. and. But guess what? You got people that don't even tip even before the pandemic. So I guess you just... And stay the fuck home. The answer is the same for them. Stay the fuck home. Don't come out if you don't want to tip. Absolutely. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that because, like I said, I appreciate the stores and everything being open. So like, How are you going to run up a $200 tab and leave $7? Mm-mm-mm. After you want to ask for everything under the sun, you want your wings mm-hmm. extra crispy, you want extra this, that, and the other. Can you turn up the music? Blah, 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 blah. You're outside. A fly flew in your drink. You want us to make a new one. That's a whole separate conversation. If you don't like outside shit, don't come outside. <laughs> oh, the sun's in my face. Can you move me, brother? The sun is going to move. I'm not playing musical umbrellas with you people. Period. So, what have you been doing to keep busy outside of work, man? Mm-hmm. I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm leaving next week. I'm going to Detroit. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't even happen at work. You're going to Detroit? Mm-hmm. Why are you going to Detroit? Because I got somebody new in Detroit. So, that's where I'm going. Okay. I was there um, not last month, the month before. I remember. I can't go visit nobody because everybody I would want to go visit is one of the states that has a no-fly zone. Oh, yeah. she. We not on the list, okay? I'm sitting there like, I can't go see Andre and Uncle Gary because they're down in the middle of that mess. Davis. Oh, my goodness. Other folks like, oh, you go to Miami. Nope. Right. I'm, I'm recording, Ma. I'm talking to Gregory. Hi, Mommy. He said hi. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eventually do an episode with her. That should be very funny. Oh, you didn't do one with her? Not yet. Mm. I'm trying to decide yeah, what we'll talk about with her, but we'll get to that later. But it was lovely chatting with you, Miss. Likewise, as usual. I will talk to you soon. I'll let you know when I post the episode. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye, bye people.